0: Go. I've trained for the big
1: show I
0: toss and turn the night before
1: Pleasure Welcome to the Just a Runner podcast. Are you ready to talk about all things running? Here's your host, Bruce my McIntosh and Pico. My front
0: yard. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's, uh, well, I'm recording on Sunday, August 4th uh it's two days before i turn uh 54 and that's coming up uh, i'm gonna some people i think i've heard stories of them running their uh age in miles or even kilometers and uh, maybe i'll try to uh, for the week starting tomorrow thought about doing something like that if it doesn't go great at the beginning of the week i'll i'll go for the kilometers have that as a backup i don't know what's 54 that's 30 some miles, so that's definitely doable uh so and let's see here how about the weekend review well let's see here overall for the quick view 28.2 miles for the week that's getting me up to 806 miles for the year and uh so far well for august i'm off to a good start as of right now i'm after four days at 19.7 a good week will really give that a good boost and uh wednesday just for the highlights we'll get into this in a minute or i have a 5k race report from the damn race 5k i'll go into that more detail in a minute thursday i second soul normally has their runs on wednesdays they switched to thursday for a few weeks because of a different race series in columbiana the clipper race series but uh decided to go out and run with them got a few did a four miler and one nice thing about going there i got to test out uh aftershocks uh the wireless headphones and i really liked them you could hear pretty much everything going on around you and had back uh music playing in the background i'd normally never wear headphones or anything on a group run it was just kind of nice to know that you could wear them to listen to music or your or a podcast, kind of like the one you're listening to now, and still be able to hear everything going on around you. So it's possible I may, may one day get them. And uh, let's see here, I've been on Uh, kind of wasn't feeling great. Took Friday off. Uh, Saturday we ran from Second Soul and Boardman with. Uh, started off with the uh, Youngstown Marathon Training Group. Uh, I'll be the five-hour pacer in case you haven't been paying attention to the uh, podcast uh, or you know, yeah anywhere. And what's funny about that is, well, I did, we did 11.3, ended up just being me and a friend, Amy, who's still talking. Hopefully, she hangs in there and uh, gets the miles in and does the marathon with me, which has she's planning to do right now. Uh, it was overall it was a pretty good run. I was happy with the way it went. And then afterwards, a really great evening, went off to the uh, Akron, Ohio, for the Akron Rubber Ducks game. It was the Cleveland Browns day there. Uh, I got one of my lifetime goals achieved and have a Clay Matthews bobblehead from uh, the Akron Air Rubber Ducks game. Yeah, that's been on my wish list for years, so cross that off the bucket list. Uh, I also uh, bid on a jersey number 24, they wore uh, basically Cleveland Browns jerseys for the game, and did a auction afterwards, so that whoever basically um, signed the paper, whichever number you want, so them went pretty high, I got one of the, l- just above the minimum, let's just say, and got a one of the jerseys. it actually turns out I was thinking the number or just wanted one, so I wasn't going and some of the people were trying to get the best ones from certain players. I'm thinking as a Browns fan. Got number twenty four and which would be Nick Chubb's number, but it says Akron on it, but it's in small letters. Nobody'll know if if I'm wearing it out in public, nobody's gonna ever actually notice that I'm that it's a Akron Rubber Ducks Cleveland Browns Day jersey rather than a Cleveland Browns jersey. Except for the people listening to this but all three of you uh, probably won't say nothing and uh, then I ended up with four today but uh, we had a really great time Saturday night So, but I did still manage to get up uh, got home late from the game and still managed to get up today and get a little run in so overall pretty good week and also this week I was able to get together with a local runner who's over a hundred miles uh he, he regularly paces marathon for the three hour or, or three and a half hour group somewhere in that area usually he has a very i'll let him tell you later uh and then got together had a conversation with him and i'll be playing that interview here in a little bit after my race report and overall it was a really good time uh talking to him and just learns on things about him He a guy that it's done he well he cuts back and he's only doing 75 80 miles hour, miles a week but, so he's a little different uh uh skill level or I don't know what the right word is a uh, training level that I am currently uh, or ever have been maybe I could start I am trying to work my miles up a little bit very on a very slow, consistent pace, would be the way to go. But uh, we'll get to that there shortly. Just wanted to touch on that, and we'll get going here, Well, Okay, got another quick race report here, from Wednesday, July 31st. Great way to finish off the month of July with uh, the Twilight Quad damn 5K race Uh, it's out in Sharpsville, PA Uh, the highlight of the thing is you actually go over the Shenango Dam and it's held at a little place called Doma Sports Nook have you been there before Pico? Pico okay I guess he hasn't the looks on his face he's never heard of it That's alright, I was telling him about it I thought you don't pay attention Alright, and uh So I knew a couple people from my running group We were meeting out there and had one Surprise, uh, unexpected Runner in the group, Brandon Showed up, totally unexpected since He doesn't really normally run very often at all (laughs) As a matter of fact, I find out his Last race was The turkey trot on Thanksgiving On Thanksgiving And uh, so I we got there, and I said, uh, you'd start off the course. Uh, well, let me back up a second. Uh, the Before the race, though, after I finished out Brian, I got a call from Greg, and he's in a panic, kind of. He's on the other side of Sharpsville. It kind of took him to the wrong. Whenever he put into his GPS, took him to the wrong place. Uh, gave him the name of the place we were at, and he finally got there and we walked up, and there was a little bit of a, maybe a 10th of a mile, from where uh, the sports not good and everything, and in the, in the uh, packet pickup, if you will, because it was basically, and where he parked, and we got up there, and I mean, there was a lot of runners parking in this area, and got, got him to uh, calm down, <laughs> situated, and let him know we're in the right place now, so everything's fine. He would go on to have a good race. Uh, I had already picked up a number, and just nobody was actually knew Brandon was coming. And there was a thing with the numbers. I was like three five three. Somebody was three three three. There was four of us from the running group, and uh, one of them was uh, three 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 five three and three nine three. So it was something with the threes. And then uh, Greg showed, and he had like three three two. So a lot of threes in there. And just kind of took a picture of the foot and then posted it on Facebook for my running group and say, uh, guess who, <laughs> guess who's uh, matched a shoe to the runner type thing. And somebody uh, figured out it was her husband's uh, shoes. Uh, Aaron Brandon, Erin's uh, husband. She runs with us a lot more. She does a lot more. And she actually just uh, completed a Ironman seventy point three down in uh, Delaware, Ohio. Congratulations for that and but and well he shows up to run the 5k. She wasn't She had to work and wouldn't be able to make it otherwise. I'm sure she would have come out with them and uh, Well, we got started The starting line was a little bit further back than I originally realized and they had you take off and You have a slight downgrade and th- then you go over this hill one thing about this court, I found out there was like all these different surfaces. You had your normal road surface we went across this little bridge, and it was like a metal grate. Yeah, I could actually feel my my shoe kind of sinking in between the grates and the thing. And there was another part where you're going over the dam, and it was uh, some sort of rubber padding or something. Uh, I should try to, pose it. I, it's like they had put a, it was a permanent structure. It wasn't like they put it down for the race, but you could uh, feel the pads going across. It was, so it was kind of a different surface there, but when you come out of there, you hit a little bit of gravel, And then we were on the, what's called the Trout Island Trail. It was a little bike path, if you will. Kind of beat up, but, uh, I mean, more of a bike path. It wasn't like dirt or stuff. So it was paved, and you went out and back there and came back. But Right after you got across that little bridge, you went up this hill. Uh, It was a pretty good sized hill. I was surprised how good I, but uh, I would run the whole race and Once you got onto the Trout Island Trail, uh, once you get to the top of that hill, you had some downgrade, and then you hit the part with the dam. Uh, That was a really great view. And that's actually a... a, I'm sure there was more than just a... um, Quite a few people there were there just so they could run across this. Because it's normally closed off, fenced off and closed, so you can't normally run across it. So it was a very... uh, That's that experience got some people to come out just have the be able to run across the dam and it was a really nice view with the river going through and then you jump onto the trail and that part's out and back and then you're back across the dam uh one nice thing and i don't know if it's good or not but they actually had signs up every half mile and they had uh the timing mats down like every mile so uh once you hit the mile, later on on their website, runhigh.com, you could, for the timing service, you could check uh, what your mile splits were. I mean, I'm using my GPS watch anyway, so I guess I would have had it regardless. But it's kind of nice just to uh, have that. And, you know, every half mile, you're knowing how much further you had to go. So on the way back, uh, first mile and the second mile, what? funny when I looked at my splits. uh, On Garmin here, I'm looking at my splits and it was like a 9.29 first mile and that included the really big uphill. Then uh, the second mile, uh, you'd think it would have been a little faster because it was actually, the most of it took place on, I believe all of it actually took place on that trail and it was a 9.39 and then finished up the third mile at 9.42. It was helped by, because it was all out and back. So the bottom of the hill, uh, there was, a th- and he had it marked where the three miles was, it was pretty much at the bottom of that hill. So the last mile I did, I uh, caught up a little bit, pace, uh, keep it real. So they were pretty close, even with the hills involved. Because uh, you did have a uphill going to that, and then he had the big downhill after you came off the dam for the second time, it was funny, when I was coming back across, I was able to look across on the one side and saw these, like, three or four guys out in their waders, in the in the rivers, fishing, and there's like, five or six guys. Uh, actually, I think they were pretty... Aw- they looked Amish to me, uh, sitting on the sidelines, uh, all fishing. Well, we're up there, right? <laughs> so it was a, actually a really nice day to run. I mean, it was beautiful out. I mean... Little little warmer than you want for a good run, but here's what it is. And the last 10th, right when you hit the bottom of the hill, you're going back over that uh, bridge with the steel grates on it. Uh, you had less than a t- From the bottom of the hill to the finish line was about a 10th. So I did take off, uh, did the best kick I could. And actually it says my average pace for this 10th uh, of a mile. Actually, it says .12, but whatever. It was a 6.27 pace. And yeah, I couldn't hold a 6.27 pace for much more than, any much longer than I did that day. So it's all no work on there, but it, I passed a few people at the finish line with a nice strong kick. So that felt kind of good. Ended up with a total time of uh, nine or 29.36. Uh, 9.30 pace, so I was pretty happy with that. It's slight improvement over the 4th of July race, and I'd say the courses were either slightly tougher today on at the damn 5K than the 4th of July. Uh, yeah. S- Probably a uh, similar toughness. I- I'd have to go back and check the uh, thing, but it was mostly, most of the hill, after you got up the one hill, it was pretty flat. I mean, for quite a bit of it. So, but, uh, that just made it t- tough at the beginning uh no age group aboard. there was a f- decent sized race i think these i think i said two around 250 maybe 240 somewhere in that area for number of finishers uh, and great scott was there he won the age group from our uh, my running group and greg was there and they got li- these little plaques about the size of a coaster, and they were t- talking about how uh, they were going to use it for that. And the uh, award winners, actually, uh, they had, like, it looked like a beach towel wrapped around, and they had a stuffed beaver on top. So I guess that makes sense for a damn race. Uh, so that was, uh, just wanted to make a quick uh, race report for that. All right. Jonathan Bola, better known as Scooby, I think, and uh, we're at Panera in Austin Town to have a little conversation about running. And uh, he's done many marathons. He's run, you've done longer distances, haven't you? you done some ultras?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've done a few 50Ks, a couple 50 milers, and a couple hundred milers. A couple hundred, I thought so. And
0: you're very good runner, from what I can see, um, Strava that you don't even follow, <laughs> But. Uh, and let's let's, start are you from Austin Town
1: yes I am we're good and how long have you been running I've been running for
0: 10 years now you seem like you should have been running forever the way you just go out and run
1: well say I've been running forever but I've been racing for 10 years okay
0: that makes a little sense like what's a typical running week for you because it seems like you put in I've seen some really high mileage weeks
1: yeah I've had a past probably seven six seven years I've had a lot of high mileage weeks I feel like Current like up to like 120, 130 miles a week, but now I feel like I'm kind of down quite a bit, down to 70 or 80 miles a week. But that's, for me, it's
0: that's still it's a big change.
1: A <laughs> to me, that's a lot because I
0: noticed you do a lot of two-a-days and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific training plan, or do you just go out and run,
1: um, however I, it works out? No, I, I mean I generally make uh, some type of plan. Usually it's uh, in my head, not particularly written down. Um, Depends on what races I have coming up, if I'm doing half marathons, or if I'm, like this month, I'm doing a race series on Wednesday nights. So I'll be doing uh, the racing on Wednesday nights with a workout, one or two workouts a week as well. So, no, I just do what I feel like I need to do.
0: I like the Wednesday night races when I do them, just because that's really? like speed work for the week. I only do speed work once a week, but that's a good way to get it in. If you ask me. So, what, what's your best marathon?
1: Um, my best marathon is oh, 243 uh, from uh, Grandma's Marathon last year.
0: How many marathons have you run do you know?
1: Um, if you include ultra marathons, it's over 100 now. 100th marathon was uh, Chicago Marathon last fall, wow. like That's... a 105 or something. In 10 years you're down, that's 10 a year. It is, it is. One year I had about, probably close to 20, when I was really getting getting into pacing marathons. I had nine by June. Are you still pacing, or not as much? I am pacing, but not as much. I, I paced two this spring, and I plan on only pacing New York City this fall.
0: I know you did Cleveland, because I was on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. That's when I, right before Cleveland, I smashed his finger and they were worried about it getting infected so I had to end up dropping out. So I, but I was, we already had reservations and everything and
1: so I went up and spectated. That's why I was able I caught oh, okay. that video of him coming past. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess if you can't always race, you can only spectate. Yeah, so. glad what I do before the Boston Marathon, when they have the big 5k 2 days before I go out and watch that. <laughs>
0: It's a lot of I'm hoping to one day make Boston. I don't know when, but someday I'll get motivated enough and really try to improve my speed. And
1: so over a hundred
0: marathons, do you have a favorite that you've done?
1: Uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah, I've done Boston, I think seven or eight times now. Oh, it's just a regular event now. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a regular event, but it's it's regular to me, one of my regular events. But it's still my favorite.
0: No, I would love to get there, uh, hopefully someday. seven. Uh, when year was your first year doing it?
1: I want to say, this might actually be 11 years then. My first one was uh, Columbus Marathon, I think it was in 08, yeah, fall of 08. 08. Six weeks after I started running, yep.
0: <laughs> you had to be doing something before that to pick up marathoning that fast yeah
1: 15 years of soccer 15 years of baseball lots of ultimate frisbee and bike riding rollerblading so what which one
0: of the uh, I'll cut that out (laughs) so you've done a hundred miler that's your longest run
1: yes I did a San Diego 100 miler and Eastern States 100 miler
0: You've you've been
1: all over the country running yeah for the most part any marathon out there that you haven't done that you would like to? I haven't done that I would like to. Um, yeah, there's a couple of them. I want to do Eugene Marathon someday. That's on my, uh, on my list. There's a really good one in Montana. I can't think of what it's called. Missoula? I think. Missoula? Missoula, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. So. I, I don't, I don't either. But that's so another one that right. i that I'd really like to do. And, um, London Marathon and Berlin Marathon. And Tokyo, I guess. Get all the any, get all the world majors in <laughs> Do you have the ones over here? I have the ones in the United States. Only. Boston, New York. And Chicago. Chicago you somewhere. That, yeah, in hundred marathon.
0: Yep. <laughs> Is Boston the one you've done the most?
1: Yes. Yeah, it should be. i that'll be coming up on eight here. Yep. Be careful, be careful if we go outside. That's fine. There's a lot of people here. I'll just pause it.
0: Okay, now we're outside. Maybe it won't be quite so noisy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, a whole busload of people came in, and what I thought would be an okay time here, I thought would be after the lunch break. Yeah, I thought so too. So, yeah, it's no big deal. It seems quieter out in the patio. I it can... does. Oh, where was I at?
1: Uh,
0: we were talking world. Maritime we were talking Bay. about
1: the, how many times I did Boston. I think if it was the most. Is the marathon your, I've done the most. Is I that think. the one you've done the most? That's it. Yeah, definitely the one I've done the most. Well, should, Cleveland I may have done about the same, but, or very close. No, Cleveland I did a 10K and a half marathon, I think once. I guess it's hard to keep track. Yeah, it, it I, is. I, I, I'm a little <laughs>
0: obsessive about keeping track of that stuff, and I'm not even—I don't have as many marathons as you. I got a lot of races, but a lot
1: of five, local 5Ks. I'd say the Panarathon is probably the Panarathon and the Peace Race—the two races I've done the most. That stuff. And like, the Pizza Splash.
0: I've never done the Pizza Splash. I need to get out one of these years and do it. <laughs> there's a couple, there's very few local races I haven't done in the Youngstown area. Pizza Splash, for some reason, I don't want. I've just never got out there to do it. <laughs> and well, the Peace Race, I really like. That's coming up. Are you going to be able to do it this year? Or? It's the same day as Chicago. You're doing it. You're doing chicago so yeah. i missed it last year because the same day as detroit now I'm, i may not be back from vacation in time to do it oh so but every year i've done it i've really liked it so mm-hmm. uh well you said you've done up to 120 130 miles a week you know is that your all-time high
1: or no i think my all-time high was 175. <laughs> it was a week, it was a week that, that i ended by doing a 50 miler on saturday or sunday so I was doing a lot during the week, and then I had that 50 miler, and that just added a bunch, <laughs> right there. <laughs> I don't get that many most weeks. Yeah, that's, or that's most, most months. That's probably, only, I probably only have one. There was one time where I did four consecutive weeks of 150, training Ooh. for Boston a couple of years ago. Well, you have the times to back it off. I
0: mean, for doing that much mileage at least. Maybe that's what I need to start doing up my miles. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm doing really good right now, and I'm only at 70, 80 miles a week too. So, well, I need to get closer to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. So, what got you into pacing when you? Um. The- well, it I say- ran my first marathon in uh, in Columbus. Then I ran Charlotte two months later in December, and I didn't do it too well. So then my third marathon, I ran was Cleveland, and I. Didn't really have a goal in mind. I just wanted to improve by about 10 minutes maybe. I ran 3.31 in, in, in Charlotte. And my friend, she's like, oh, run with the 3.10 pacer, you'll do fine, Scooby. So she talked me into it based on a couple of races I had before that, a half marathon and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, I'll go with the 3.10 pacer and see. So I just ran behind the group for the first 10 miles, ran with the group for a while, and it just took the burden off of keeping track of the pace since yeah. I don't think I even had a watch at the time yet because <laughs> you know I was so new to running still I was only a few months into it so I just I ran with the pacer and I qualified for Boston and had a great time so after that I ran Boston the following year and then in 2010 then a couple of years later I was like you know I'm gonna start pacing see what it's like just because you know they really helped me a lot. How many races do you have any idea how many races you've paced? Oh how many i paced? My guess is probably between 40 and 50. Well, I know I've done uh, Cleveland. All, are they all marathons or
0: have you paced sh- any shorter? No, lighter? I've never
1: paced any halves or anything shorter. I know I've paced five five Florida races, five Clevelands, five Akrons, five Pittsburghs, and then after that, a handful of other ones.
0: I've seen you Cleveland I've seen your post how you were at this race, pacing, and that mm-hmm. race. I know the one, yeah, I was following the one year, it seemed like every time you turn around, you were every, I think you said nine or ten one year, and it was all the time. You, yeah. See, oh, I'm going to this race to pace. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm pacing my first time in Youngstown uh, in October. Uh, what would you tell somebody doing it for the first time?
1: Uh, someone doing, running it for the first time with a pacer? Or pacing. Or pacing the for the first time, even. Um, really, um, the best thing you can do as a pacer is, uh, be alert and be aware of what pace you're running and every time you hit a mile marker, make sure you look at your, uh, your armband or your mile split and make sure you're on pace. Worst thing you can do is start chatting with people three or four or five miles go by and you don't really remember what pace you're on. You keep missing the, keeps missing the mile markers and be like, well, we're not around mile 12 or 13, but... I haven't seen it for a few miles. I think we're about on pace though, and then you realize you're two minutes ahead or something yeah. behind when you finally look back at it. But just be alert and um, look at your watch several times and make sure every time you hit the mile marker to make sure you're on pace or close to it. Yeah, no problem. Should be all right. I got my watch. Yeah. I have two of them if I had
0: to bring out the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a, I'm will get thinking of getting a pace band just to have it with
1: me while I'm going. Yeah, having a pace pin is probably something that's something I'd say. Especially since GPSs and stuff aren't always accurate. No, I know they're off a little bit. You might be at 8.2 or something when you're really only at 8. Or you might be a little behind. You never know.
0: Yeah, it seems like I'm always a little ahead. I'm like, Mm -hmm. by the time I get to mile 10, I'm at 10.1 on almost every marathon. Right.
1: Well, if you were helping somebody start running, what would you tell them? Uh... I'd say uh, find a local running group, like the Youngstown Road Runners, or the Wednesday Night Second Soul Run. Um, Just start running, do what you can. If you have to stop and walk, that's just fine too. Um, But get out there, enjoy yourself, make it fun, and either find a running partner or find a running group. Those are two great things to do, and even sign up for a short distance race. Do Do you do a lot of short distances? I do, I do a lot of. Oh, for short distances like 5Ks, I do. 5 Ks, 5 I do quite a bit. 5Ks to 10 yeah. that Yeah. Yeah, I do quite a few of those too. i want to say a couple of years ago, I had maybe six or seven marathons, but then I had two half marathons, roughly, and then I averaged over 50 miles for the year, 50 races for the year, like 54, or 55 races. So I'd That's say. It's only I mean, one a week. So I'd say about four, over 40 of them were short distance, 10K or less. You got my record speed. I uh, had four or five one-mile races too that year. Done a couple one-milers,
0: but it's just—I haven't. Other than a Memorial Mile, I've done one other, and that, it's just not something I'm looking. I'm not going to drive very far to do it. What do you got coming up?
1: Race. What do I have coming up? Well, I've got the, the Wednesday night race series, which starts tomorrow in Columbia. It's uh, four weeks long, I'm 3K, the, 5K, 3K, 5K.
0: I'm going the other direction. I'm going out to Sharpsville for the damn 5K. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, I know that's that's a good one too. And I think the Ice Cream runs the last week. They're uh, a couple weeks in, away in August.
0: Mm-hmm. I think like the two weeks away, I think. That's always a fun one, that's a big event.
1: Yeah, I know, I, I ran out last year, but I'm gonna miss it this year if I'm at the Clipper Series. No, I'll probably do... You're probably the Star Trek's 5K. I'm gonna go out to Eastern States for the 100 and end up uh, pacing somebody and volunteering at an aid station for a little bit. It's always a fun thing to do. Oh yeah. Panarathon and then uh, the Rock Hall. Half marathon. I'm thinking of doing that again. Which one?
0: The Rock Hall. The Rock Hall? I did it last year. Hmm. Actually one of my better races last year. I had (laughs) That's a good one. Oh, I, liked, I enjoyed it, the race. I thought it was a really good race. I, did, I had a good day last
1: year, <laughs> yeah. all around. I mean, everything after it and everything. Yeah, me too. I said almost a three minute PR. That always totally makes a good race. It does, yeah. <laughs> I had a great day, great day last year. What's your next marathon, Chicago? Or? Ch- Chicago will be the next marathon, yes. It's a long time for you to go without a marathon, isn't it? I know, but <laughs> I mean, I'm already qualified for next year by 20 minutes, so. The only thing I really need to do now is register for Boston, and I can improve my time in Chicago if I want. Or i really like to go to Chicago, and um, hopefully there's some uh, elite elite women there trying to get a qualifying time for the Olympic trials, so it would be fun to run with some of them out there. What do you think you're capable of running in the marathon? I mean, I ran 245 at Boston this year, um, and Boston is definitely a harder course than Grandma's, where I PR'd at last year, so I would think sub-240 or low-240s. Should be doable, doable if I stick to my plan and have, a, have a, the conditions I write and everything goes as planned. <laughs> uh, yeah, Which for some, of us you
0: have, <laughs> some of us need those good conditions and everything. I've had a few where I did Canton a couple years ago where it got up 80 degrees and stuff. This year, well, you were at Cleveland, it got really hot oh, yeah. out there.
1: Yeah, I paced Cleveland this year. And I must say after 14, now 14, I had one person left in my pace group because I was pacing sub three hours. And then from 14 to the finish line, I was by myself. And I was, yeah, there was times where like, I'd say close to like 18 to the finish line where I'd see and look in front of me, there wouldn't be a single person ahead of me. I'd glance behind me, not a single person behind <laughs> me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not pacing anybody. And it was really hard to run that sub 650 pace because when there's nobody in sight and it's hot and you're dying. <laughs> So I was a couple minutes, actually, behind my goal, but...
0: Yeah, I am worried about staying motivated. Then i in my age group. <laughs> you still get that while you're pacing? Yeah, because you're a registered runner. okay. I wasn't sure about that. I've heard just... Uh, it's got to be hard. If you get out there by yourself, and I've seen other patients, this has happened to them, trying to just stay on pace. Oh, yeah, it could be hard. Because, I mean, I don't know if... I mean, you'd think you'd have... You should, but in case somebody's coming from behind to try to catch you or something or?
1: Yeah, there was a girl we caught, um, a girl I caught around mile 25 or so, 25 and a half. Um, And I pretty much just stuck with her. I could have just ran past her, but there was no point because there wasn't anyone else to run with, so I just (laughs) ran with her in and probably slowed me down 20, 30 seconds at the most. Uh, But still, I was behind anyways. And it's better to run with someone than do nothing. Oh, yeah, I
0: much prefer to have somebody to run with. <laughs>
1: yeah. And as a pacer, though, you feel like you kind of did your job a little bit at the beginning by helping people not go out too hard on a hot day. So hopefully it helped a little bit. Yeah, that, I think that's one of my faults in marathon. I'd probably
0: finish better if I start slower. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh... Like I said, this is the first time I've ever paced. I mean, it's not, I'm not too, I mean, I'm, it's actually motivating because I want to make sure I'm more than ready to mm-hmm.
1: run it for them. I think that's the main, uh, the main benefit um, people have by running with the pacers. They don't go out way too hard, and they can usually just rely on the pacer going. The pacer's supposed to But I know sure. so many people who go out way too hard, but if they run with the pacer, they probably won't do that. You will definitely save them the second half. I hope so. <laughs> I just don't want to be out there by myself. And
0: it, it, it could, while I'm pacing, just seems like it could get tough. I it think could, that yes. would be tougher than trying to be out there by myself or running my own pace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But any any races in particular you remember pacing where it was just a fun day or something happened that you remember distinctly? Or even just running or a racing?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, my first time pacing Miami. I remember I was a three oh five pacer, and it was a really hot day, like in the eighties, and it was full sun. I think it started at six or seven a.m., but still, it was really hot out there, especially toward the end of the race. And just going from here to Miami you gotta be oh yeah, because this is in January too. So cool. yeah. here I'm, you know, in Ohio yeah. I'm racing outside or running outside every day where it's in the 20s and 30s, and then going down there, it's a huge difference. <laughs> My body wasn't really ready for it, but either way, I, uh, I was falling off pace, but then I, you know, kind of got myself back, back on track, and ended up uh, running with this other guy who was running, he was doing his first marathon, and I ended up being like 3:04:20, and we had like 25 and a, and three quarters or so, and we were just before 26. I'm like, go ahead, this is the very end, and. He just started picking it up and he, he like spread. I almost didn't see him again. Like he was out of sight. And I think he broke 304. <laughs> so that was, I remember that day for sure. And there's, there's many other marathons I've paced where you know, I've helped people qualify for Boston and they've, it's like really rewarding afterwards because you hang out at the finish line. People will come up and hug you and thank you so much for, for being out there. It'll tell you their success stories and how much you helped. And that's always a, a really rewarding feeling. Oh yeah, that sounds like a Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's one of the things I'm w- waiting to see what happens when
1: I go pace Youngstown. Mm-hmm. Did you
0: pace Youngstown last year,
1: or were you? No, I or? raced at the first both years. Okay, I wasn't sure. I used that as a race slash training run <laughs> for Grandma's last year. Oh, okay. It was two weeks before. I was I think I did five by one miles, yeah, three mile three miles slightly so easy like a warm up, then four by five mile. Five miles at my grandma's marathon race pace, which is about 6:13. That was the goal, with like a mile easy in between. And I think cool. I had a one-mile cooldown at the very end, so that gave me 25, and then one-mile cooldown, or 1.2 to the finish. <laughs> I think it worked out perfectly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good way to work your yeah, I race mean, into
1: a workout. Yeah. yeah. Give <laughs> well, me something to aim for every every little segment of the race. <laughs> Have you done more? multiple marathons on a weekend
0: or weeks in a row or
1: um i've done multiple ones in a weeks weeks in a row for sure the only time where i've done multiple on a weekend was the year i did i think the most marathons like 19 i think i did uh i paced i drove down to louisville kentucky and i paced the um It's a big horse race called down there. Kentucky Kentucky Derby. Derby, The Kentucky Derby Marathon, yes. Okay. Kentucky Derby Marathon on Saturday. I ran ran 320 there, like 319.40 or something. Then the next day I drove, well, after the marathon, I drove up to Toledo and I paced Glass City, and I was also the 320 pacer there, and I ran, like, another 319.30 something. (laughs) So it it was actually, like, really, I was really surprised on how accurate I was with it. I thought I was really going to be suffering the second half or part of the... Uh Glass City Marathon, but it really wasn't bad. And it's the only time I've ever done that though in my life. Back to back days. I was just wondering, yeah, t- that sounds
0: crazy though. To, to be patient at that pace two days, really think the second one you would have had a drop off, but it, you didn't.
1: No, luckily I had a co-pacer with me. That way I could uh, take a couple bathroom breaks, which I needed to. <laughs> so it really helped out having a co-pacer. So, do you uh, do most of your training in Mill Creek Park? I'd say 75, 80% of it, yes. It's a okay. great
0: place to train.
1: Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just, just
0: wonder, what type, what type of, do you do any specific workouts or anything like that that you like to do? Yes, I regular?
1: do. Um, I like to do one, one mile repeats up to one and a half mile repeats. Uh, the closer I get to like a goal, half marathon or a goal race, so uh, I did those last year, and I um, up to the Rock Hall half in August, and I continued doing those up till uh, my Utah race in September, and I set a PR at both of those. Um, and I think, so I think those really helped a lot. Um, I want to say I did like three by one one and a half miles up to four by one and a half miles with like a three minute rest in between. At roughly my goal pace for the half marathon which is about 540 to 545 pace wasn't easy but listen to some music and just you know put it out there another one i like to do a lot that's a tough workout very tough workouts actually almost tougher than some of the races i've done this year is i do a 10 mile progression run where i pretty much go out as hard as i can unfortunately i progressively get worse but i uh go out like as hard as i can and try and make each mile like, one of my harder, harder smile, or try and... Well, I never that. beat it, but I try and beat the... Did
0: you just do that?
1: No, I haven't done that. I did that in March, a week before I ran the New York City half. Or two weeks before, and then I did it before you I ran the half. Did Pittsburgh you do half. one yesterday? Uh, oh, um... Maybe yeah, I did a 10-mile progression run yesterday, but it was actually the opposite. I, I per- progressively got faster. Um, started at 8-minute pace. I got to 540 seven at the very end but uh for these runs i'll go off hard like i think i went off like a 515 for the first mile and then i dropped down almost to six but i kept the whole thing like under an hour for 10 miles like 58 minutes i think and then the second time i did it just under 56 so i've only done two this year but those are probably two of my favorite ones very very hard because it you start building up lactic threshold, lactic acid in your, uh, in your legs and it really teaches you to run hard on really heavy, tired legs. <laughs> it's not easy, so I always listen to music for those, for sure. Oh, yeah. Gotta list- distract yourself somehow. Yes, for sure. Uh-huh. Especially since I do those by myself, too. <laughs> I pick a route that doesn't have any traffic, or very least traffic, and I don't have to cross any major highways or so any major roads. Five out, five back.
0: Yeah, we can, get that. we can work that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully I'll get another one of those here this year. Or hopefully a couple. Once before Rock Hall, once before Rock, Chicago. The Rock
0: Hall half a goal yeah. race? Yep. Yeah. It's hard to tell which ones are goal races.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's really a goal race, though, so yet, yeah, but I still like to do it. It'll at least make me fitter. What was... And then Chicago's your goal marathon this year? Or? Um... I didn't really have a goal marathon this year. I, I guess Boston really wasn't a goal race. Pittsburgh was, but that was only a half, and it didn't go as planned. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had to take a bathroom. Slow down for a bathroom break, which I never found the bathroom, so I just... Well... slowed down quite a bit, and I had a, stuck it out. <laughs> oh, last couple. I just went up for pre- to press golf for the half.
0: Last Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah was the sun? Sunday before, I'm sorry, the 21st. And I had the I got up there later than I wanted. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get into the bathroom. Went to the starting line, realized I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and like we're, we're maybe a half mile to the st- after the start and I pulled off when it mm. So that kind of like set the day for the rest of the race. I'm like, well, we'll just uh just I kind of said I, I can just go out and turn it into a pacing opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just made a couple, um, not so smart decisions the day before. I went to the the cookie milk and cookies, uh, social they had, and ended up eating a bunch of cookies and stuff. I know that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> so, learn from your mistakes, and hopefully I don't remake them. <laughs> and here I am. Unfortunately, your... I did. But
0: do you follow a nutrition plan? Because I see you post a lot of stuff about or I've seen you post things about food.
1: And um, I don't actually follow a nutrition plan, but um, just I try, try and get in the groove of doing things that work for me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't follow those things and I slack off a little. Are you, Are you?
0: I wanted to say vegan or vegetarian? Or? Um.
1: No, I'm not really either of those, but I really don't have much cheese and I don't ever buy uh, dairy milk. I always have almond milk. Um, as for meats, I yeah, probably have those a couple times a month. Someplace like Panera, or someplace that has something. If, you have it,
0: you, if something has it that you want. you t-
1: <laughs> Um, if something has it and there's not too many options, and I'll eat it, but I, I don't really eat it too often.
0: Yeah, because I've seen your post about posting these these uh, smoothies and different things like that that you'll post your food. That's why I wonder. Yeah,
1: like on a regular basis, like i probably haven't had anything like that for a couple of weeks now, but a lot of times I'll have a couple of smoothies in the morning and maybe oatmeal after I run, and then I'll have something pretty decently healthy in the evening, like spaghetti and and a nice uh, big salad or two.
0: See the way you talk, it's kind of like a common meal. Salad. salad and yeah, <laughs> that's why I wondered if you were a vegetarian or not. Not quite.
1: I just eat a eat a lot. A lot of good plants on a regular basis
0: Well, that so I guess
1: it's not quite vegetarian, but no no I ate that's <laughs> fine
0: I'm, I'm not even close to one I probably eat meat almost uh <laughs> somebody starts training for their first marathon they probably shouldn't follow your training plan
1: <laughs> no I mean I make them a good training plan, but they probably shouldn't uh follow what I'm doing or really what anyone else is doing specifically. No. Um, I think your first first marathon you should do something that's good for you but and also uh, set goals that are reasonable. Whether it's just to complete it or you know, you never know what a marathon's gonna be like until you've run one before. I've learned that many times, even after I've had a lot of experience. <laughs> so no, uh,
0: yeah, the weather there's so many other factors that can oh, yeah. affect it. Absolutely. You, were you there the, in Boston the year of the bombing?
1: Nope. Uh, Private that hundreds of times now, but oh, no, no, I've only missed Boston twice. Um, my second year, I don't, don't matter if I qualified, but I just didn't run it. My second year, um, and then my the year of the bombing, I just didn't run it. I think it was because I thought they were too expensive at first. I was trying to you know, yeah, do something reasonable and. I just decided to do things a little cheaper way, and I've been able to travel a lot easier. And I I love Boston so much now that it's something I've done ever since the bombing. So two thousand fourteen till current.
0: So you were there two years ago when the
1: bad weather they were kept. I heard all those stories about. Yeah, with the rain, you mean? The rain. Is that the weather you're talking about? Which one? Uh, where we had the like the tsunami type, yes. it was like in the 30s and a heavy downpour the whole time. Yeah, running in about 10 inches of water.
0: I, was, I saw pictures of people with like uh, parka or not parka,
1: uh rain parkers or whatever. you Yeah, call plastic it. bags and I had all, all kinds of stuff. On running there. like that the whole way. I wore a jacket with me almost the whole race. Yeah, Good. the whole race. Not even stopped in a in a med tent around mile 25. And they gave me uh, a poncho or something poncho. to wear.
0: That's the word I was looking for. Poncho. Oh yeah,
1: I, I, I saw pictures of
0: different people, and they said they wore these rain ponchos the whole way just to try to stay dry a little <laughs> bit and stuff. So I, that had to be a crazy. <laughs> was that? What, do you know? Remember one Boston in particular that you that stands out over the others,
1: or was? Um, well, this year was definitely my best Boston by almost ten minutes. So this one really sticks out well for me. Um, I got to run with someone I've been following on Instagram for years. Um, her name is Megan Roth, and she's from Minnesota. She ended up qualifying for the Olympic Trials this year at Boston with a 244, 30-something, I believe. But I remember I ran with her from like mile 2 to until my bathroom break at mile 12. And I caught her again, and I ran with her until mile 18, where I decided to pick up the pace for some odd reason. <laughs> and. She caught me again on mile 25 and just blew by me. But I definitely remember this one, this Boston really well. I was also with a guy around mile 22, 23, and I think he ended up with a low 241, so I was right with him, unfortunately. Um, it was really hot this year, and I was. don't think I was really drinking too much water, but I was definitely grabbing water cups, and I'd throw it over my head yeah. and cool off probably five or six times every, every mile. And somewhere around mile 23 or late 22, I decided to stop doing that for whatever stupid reason I had. And unfortunately, I, that you know negatively impacted me pretty bad, and I started overheating pretty good, and slowing down and feeling miserable. Those last couple, I think I was down to like an 8.30, 9 minute pace at the end. So, yep. <clears throat> but I still had my passes Boston with a mid 245. Better than my 252 a couple couple years ago, which was also in the heat. So.
0: Are you a better hot runner or cold runner? Run? I mean,
1: I, I mean, guess I guess with the way Boston is, I know I'm better better in the in the cold, like in the like in the low 50s, high 40s. But even with days in Boston where it's hot like this, if I can keep my body temperature cool, I seem to do better than most of the people out in the field. So. Because I wondered, because when you're talking about going down to Miami in January
0: from this weather that had to be a tough adjustment just yeah. to take off. And-
1: well that one I remember I even started suffering and slowing down like around 22, 23. A couple of guys were, come on Scooby, you're a for Scooby and they were trying to motivate me and tell me a couple of things. And then eventually I you know pulled myself back together and I was able to finish with them but it was not easy at all. So I know, I know running the heat's hard for everyone even if you're somewhat used to it. Um but I know I've had I've done a lot of stuff to my body and I've you know ran a couple hundred milers into heat and I've ran down ran a fifty mileer into heat too. So my body has taken quite a bit and it's adjusted quite a bit throughout the years. So I think I'm a better heat runner now than I used to be.
0: Actually the last couple of years I think I've been getting worse in the heat but hmm. maybe I just need more time to adjust or something in the summer. Yeah, or just be, run more miles I'll just start running 100 miles yeah <laughs> you can always try that I've been uh, I'm like I'm around 30 and now I'm tired <laughs> but uh, what
1: would it, is what would you say is your favorite thing about the running A racing or, um, you know, I or really, is the race <laughs> uh, I really like the social aspect of it too um, there's so many people out there everyone has their own you know different story of how they got into it um how what they've accomplished throughout the years, what motivates them to run? You know, I, I love meeting people and I love the running community. It seems like, unlike the other sports, you actually, you know, you can start with people and you all go through the same suffering at some point too. So, you all, know, everyone out there, you know, has a what, similar story.
0: Well, what motivates you to keep running like the way you do, um, as much as you do? And
1: I really, I really like pushing the pace out there and try and help other people accomplish their goals, whether it's getting to Boston or you know, it's um, people who are already like like in the 240s or so, you know, run the Olympic qualifying times if they're females or... I just like helping other people push themselves to other limits and break through barriers they didn't know they were capable of. Anything else you want to add or? I think
0: you, that's about it really. For, uh, don't want to keep you from your third run of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's the most runs you've done in one day? Probably three, actually. How, what, how, what's the furthest you've run in one day?
1: Uh, I get that, asked that quite a bit, and... Oh, the, yeah, you did the I don't know, miler. it's something in a, something during a 100 miler. Okay. Before my watch died, or after my watch died, we'll I'm say. I'm training. 70, done, probably.
0: In a training day, what's the furthest you've
1: gone? In just a training day without a 100 miler? Uh, I've done a 50-mile training run once, so I'd okay. say that that would have to be it. Was that one run? Yes, single run. <laughs> I mean, a couple had a couple stops here and oh, there, yeah, but that's normal. yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: if you do a 50 mile or a 100 mile, I know I'd have to make a few stops during the race, or that I think that's normal. The trail at- attitude is all different; is a lot more casual than the road mm-hmm. runner's attitude.
1: Right. Yeah, I've done a, a 50 mile training run a couple times at uh, at Ureno, which is the tra- with the trail running group here. And then I've done a 50-mile, I think pretty much on roads, I did a 50-mile, one big 50-mile loop, where I had a couple of different destinations where I was supposed to stop and run with people a couple of times here and there. Kind of worked out, kind of didn't. A lot of people build for some reason. <laughs> and one other person I know who did, has only done one 50-mile training run in his life, did a 50-mile training run the same exact day as me, and we did not run with each other. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but it was, it's kind of hilarious now. <laughs> Where was he running at? Uh, he ran, he used to live out in Columbiana County somewhere. So he ran out there somewhere, and I ran in the Hunting County here. And we both ran about the same time of day. And neither of us ran with each other for some reason. Because
0: <laughs> I know I see you pop up all the... I never know when I'm going to go to a race and you're going to be there. Regardless... <laughs> Even if I can see you post that you ran a marathon this week, and then I remember, I think I saw you in Toledo. And yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. I knew you posted that you just
1: run on Yeah, I just ran Boston and I paced Toledo the following week. Yeah, I remember seeing you there. See, you right. how, that was like 45 minutes slower or something.
0: Ah, that's nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, you were pacing, so you That's comfortable, that. yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna shut this down. And thanks for coming out and talking to me for a while about your uh, running exploits. Oh,
1: absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Great.
1: One more last thing. Oh yes. Why did you want to meet at Panera? Well, because it's the uh, 10th anniversary of the Panerathon, and this year I'm the official ambassador for the Panera-a-thon. Have you? How long have you been an ambassador involved with the Panerathon? Um, well, the first year the Panerathon took place, I uh, I helped them out probably for close to thirty hours with uh, bag stuffing and um, organizing the t-shirts and just organizing everything um, from Wednesday to Saturday before the race, and even on race morning I was helping them out with stuff. So. Ever since then I decided to start coming back every year and helping them out because I had such a blast that time and it was just a great week and figured love doing it, so I might as well continue helping out. Make it official. Make it official, <laughs> yes. Helping out with the sport I love. And the <laughs> August twenty fifth starts at
0: ten AM at the Cavelli Center, if yep. anybody will know. And if you join a
1: team, it's less expensive to get in and they can join a team just the running <laughs> Right, and there's a two-mile walk. That's usually the bigger event. I want to say close to 8,000 and that With, Do you run it? Are you running? I it? run the 10k. Yes, you do the 10k. I'm signed up for the 10k My wife and daughter are doing the two-miler. Okay, So very good and Just wanted to get that in there right before you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite races each year it's an out and back so I get to see many of the familiar faces such as yourself yeah you'll be on the way back while I'm Yes. <laughs> <laughs> whereas I see nearly everybody I know on the way back so it makes it fun when when oh, I'm doing it so it's a fun race and good event and a great charity oh yeah it's a great cause and well I think they've raised over 2 million dollars now for the Germany Abdu Center does that sound right? uh
0: all proceeds benefit the Joni Abdu Comprehensive Breast Care Center. I'm All
1: right. Reading I'm reading it off the sign. Okay. <laughs> 32 million. Sorry. Up there on the wall. 32 million. 32 million. Yeah. Okay. 32 million or 32 million. It's about the same.
0: No, wait. That's that's just Panera. Uh, I don't know if that's only the Panera phone.
1: I'm not really sure. All right.
0: Thanks for listening. Email me any comments or questions to justarunner65 at gmail.com. If you get a chance, leave me a review and rating on iTunes. And follow me on Instagram at justarunner. And also, you then join the Just a Runner podcast page on Facebook. In words of my favorite doctor, laugh hard, run fast, and be kind. Take care.